This is Self Care You with Scott, and today we sit down with friend of the podcast, Chris Trable. Chris is a certified nutritional practitioner whose main goal is to help people feel more productive through nutrition. He sends a very strong message that it's not about just food, it's about you. Born and raised in Curtis, Ontario, Chris was diagnosed with colitis in his teenage years. For those unfamiliar with colitis, its cause is still unknown, but it is primarily the swelling of the large intestine. But trust this, my guy Chris used this setback to set him up for success. He became very interested in nutrition after being diagnosed. And using his diet and his lifestyle techniques, he was able to reduce and almost eliminate his flare-ups, which speaks perfectly to the ever-so-debated topic, life experience trumps all. Today, Chris uses his academic knowledge complemented by his life experience to help others who experience health concerns. Aside from always educating himself and helping out his clients, Chris enjoys paddle boarding, hiking, and being in nature with his family. This is Self Care You, and we're about to level up. We're certified nutritional practitioner, Chris Trable. Thanks for sticking around for another episode of the Self Care You podcast. And today we sit down with Chris Trable, a certified nutritional practitioner. Get over to selfcareyou.net for all the episodes, all the new stuff that we got going on, some merch. Our Level Up Living Second Edition t shirts are coming out. Uh, you can check them out, obviously, at selfcareyou.net. We appreciate everybody's support. The podcast is doing really well. Thank you. Uh, let's get into this conversation. So today on the show, we get the opportunity to sit down with friend of the podcast, Chris Trable. Chris, how are you doing today, man? Good, good. I'm very happy to be here. Thank you, Scott. Yeah, we're glad to have you on the podcast. You know, Chris, why don't you give everybody a little bit of a business card of yourself, you know, who you are, where you're from, what you're all about. Sure. So my name is Chris Trable, born here in Curtis, Ontario. I have two kids, a beautiful fiance, (laughs) and an almost one-year-old puppy named Benny. So when I'm not outside by the lake or exercising, I am helping clients as a certified nutritional practitioner. And for me, I'm, I'm all about being present. Uh, I'm being here, learning, trying new things, questioning everything, uh, dipping my toes into new forays and experiences. You could say if life was a potluck, I'd have a little bit of everything, especially the sweets. Yeah, Chris, you mentioned that you have a little pup. I definitely know what you're going through. I have a little pup as well. And I know that that's a full-time job in itself. But you have a pretty awesome story that I wanted to start back at the beginning with. And that's your diagnosis. Tell us a little bit about that. When I was a late teen, after getting a colonoscopy, I was diagnosed with colitis. It was something that I had suspected giving the signs and symptoms. But once I actually got the diagnosis, everything sort of made sense. So colitis is it's one of the main forms of IBD, inflammatory bowel disease, and these cause inflammation along uh, your intestinal tract, so your, your stomach, and disrupt the body's ability to digest food, absorb the food and the nutrients that you eat, and eliminate waste. So people can have active symptoms of IBD or be in remission where it's there are no flare-ups at all. And when they do have symptoms, it can be weight loss due to food passing undigested through the intestines, pain and cramping, severe diarrhea, limited appetite, and even bloody stool. So little T 
TMI, uh, some, <laughs> some of those, some of those signs and symptoms I did have. And it was, uh, it was quite uncomfortable. You always, I always felt like I needed to be close to a bathroom and there was a lot of uh, intestinal pain and, and discomfort from that. Yeah. It doesn't sound like it's a good go at all. And aside from all those things that you just mentioned, obviously that hinder your day. Um, one of the things that you mentioned was that, you know, you might not digest food fully like someone else may. And I, I imagine that you lose some sort of nutrition, which is energy, right? Am I, am I fair to say that? I mean, yeah, it, it is possible. It, you know, having food just travel through without being absorbed. Yeah. I, I can imagine that uh, there would be nutrient lost and, and, likely not getting as much energy from food as as you would if you didn't have colitis or, or something yeah right so i'm fairly interested in this story because obviously as a young person if you didn't know you know what i mean you would just think that you know obviously something's wrong uh you don't see the signs as fluent as maybe an adult would be but you know chris you're a cnp and i'm interested in you to you know letting our listeners know what that cnp stands for cnp stands for certified nutritional practitioner it is a designation given out, given out by the Institute of Holistic Nutrition, and it's recognized in certain provinces in Canada and under the National Association of Nutrition Professionals in the States. So unlike being a registered dietitian or naturopath, a CNP would leave school with a college level knowledge of general nutrition. So CNPs cover many foundations in the biological sciences like anatomy and physiology, biochemistry and body metabolism, while also going over some complementary and alternative practices like herbal medicine. Right. So pretty complex. Obviously, it's not just a Passover. It's not just, you know, something that is just like, oh, it's another one of these, you know, dietitians or these fads that go on where people have got you working on like, you know, these 21 day diets. It's clearly academics. You clearly know what you're doing. And you can see a little bit of a bridge to the gap from, you know, your journey with colitis and then obviously getting into your studies. I imagine this must have fueled you a little bit. No. Yeah, absolutely. It was one of the main drivers that, uh, that, that propelled me into the world of nutrition. So tell me deep down, like, you know, what was the, the big reason that you got into, you know, making sure that you get your certification in nutrition? Sure. So after my diagnosis, my diagnosis with colitis, uh, I was put on medication to alleviate those flare-ups. Not long after I went for a run. And towards the end of my run, I found that my ankles were swollen up like golf balls. Now, looking at everything, uh, that adding that medication was the biggest change that I had made. And so what I decided to do was try to, I stopped taking it and my swelling had gone away. I realized that this specific treatment option may not have been for me. And I started looking into lifestyle changes. I was already exercising and I decided to take a nutritional approach and I actually went vegan for two years and my flare-ups became few and far in between and they eventually just went away. So all in all, my nutritional changes did impact my colitis flare-ups and they continue to do so today. I just like to make a few caveats though. It it may not have actually been the diet itself, but the components like more fiber, fruits and vegetables, right. um, the side effects of the medication could have come from other sources that I just can't remember. Um, there's also emerging, emerging literature behind stress 
and inflammatory bowel disease. So that could have played a role. <laughs> and yeah. I certainly don't ever suggest anyone go off of their meds without speaking to their doctor. But uh, nonetheless, my own anecdotal lifestyle changes certainly did improve my colitis and uh, yeah, and it continues to do so. Sure. I imagine, you know, it comes from any different direction. It can be a multiple of things that are affecting your body, whatever it may be. You know, previously we chatted about, um, and you mentioned here a couple of times, your lifestyle techniques that you, you know, use to change, you know, kind of the way that you're operating on the day to day, you know, any of those key components that really change that you notice that you, you have to do it this way. You have to make sure that you exercise or you, or you have to make sure that you're eating this certain food that, you know, will directly prevent a flare up or, you know, make your life a little bit easier? Well, I think like anything in nutrition uh, to, I don't ever consider it a, a personally a good idea to speak in certainties, but I, the question is, it's an excellent question. Um, so in my own research, I look for, and in my own practice, I look for common denominators. So what, what do you find most often in healthy eating patterns that could be applicable for most people? And so far I've arrived at four things. So the first is that fruits and vegetables are likely to be good for most people. They they're low in calories, vitamins and minerals, fiber, et cetera. The second is eating enough protein to support your activity and your age. So I, I think, I think generally it's likely better to go above the, the RDA, the recommended daily amount for, for protein, especially depending on your activity and how old you are. The third would be to find an eating plan that works for you. Keto and low carb are very popular and they work for some people. But if you're a person that, if you like your fiber rich foods, like your sweet potatoes and your oatmeal, et cetera, that may not be for you and you may end up falling off the horse and getting discouraged. And then the fourth is to reduce or abstain from ultra processed foods. So in very short, ultra processed foods are, they, they are pretty well what they sound like. They're foods that have gone through the ringer for processing. So think of your carbonated soft drinks, uh, sweet and savory packaged snacks, candies, etc. Likely good to have them uh, minimally or to just, if you're somebody who can't, just to get rid of them. And I think if most people incorporated these four common denominators, they would likely make pretty significant changes to their overall health. So one of the big things I've always learned, um, and shout outs to our friends at Into Thrive that do a lot of the same work that, that you do, and they've taught me it's it's about accountability. And I imagine that's where you come into is, is you know, providing you know, what if, what does it look like if somebody comes to you, uh, they're looking for your services, but they have no idea where to start. Can you kind of help them, you know, lead them in a path with a, a plan or, or something along those lines to have them stay on track when they try and deviate from it? Yeah. So for people who are looking, for, well, I should say for people who are looking for help, but don't want to, uh, or maybe don't have, uh, any, uh, money available money for that. Uh, I do have a page on my website, on my website, uh, chrisstredgeballcmp.com. It's, it's free resources where it just sort of gives you a starting point. And for people who are looking for professional help in, in nutrition, then certainly we can just, we can have a phone call and just talk about it and see if, uh, if counseling is, is the best fit for someone. 
Yeah, because, you know, like you said, it might not be the best fit. Maybe they get a little taste of kind of what you have to offer. And, and you know, hear it here first. I promise you, if you're on the fence, Chris is a great guy. I've known Chris for, for a good amount of time, and I would recommend him no problem. So if you're kind of on that fence, I find too, Chris, like sometimes anytime you're talking about like fitness, weight loss, nutrition, there's like this weird elephant in the room where it's like, well, what if I don't like that person? You know what I mean? So it's, I'm sure. telling you, Chris is the guy. He's He's really good. And I promise you, he'll come with some kindness and really care about, um, you know, what you have going on in your life. I imagine you have some clientele that you're working with right now, Chris. Yep. Yep. Certainly. We've got a, a handful of, uh, of people we're working with and uh, that's, it's pretty well just to give them what they need for, to achieve their goals and to do it in a sustainable, the most sustainable way possible. Right. That's the best way. You know, obviously people want it direct. They want to get it so that it's effective and obviously that it's not having any waste. The goal is to prevent waste, right? And if you're leaving waste after you've done the process, you might have uh, missed a couple of steps there. You know, Chris, I'm pretty interested in you, uh, you know, this fundraiser that you're running, the Million Reasons Run campaign and uh, the potential of you wearing this dinosaur outfit running around. Tell us about this and tell us if we got to that. Yeah, so the uh, the million reasons run campaign. It just as a, a really quick backstory, I was talking with a friend about about voting and how much of an impact it actually has when a new leader is elected. And they said, you know, well, you know what, Chris, if you want to make change, start at the community level, so very grassroots. And it was the end of April, and I noticed an ad somewhere about the Million Reasons Run charity for children's hospitals, which is a fundraiser that raises money to support local children. And I said, you know what, let's just do it. Uh, in the gym, I am a lifter by trade and prefer anything other than running, but I decided to go head first into this challenge. The run itself was great. There were times when I, I wanted to quit, but I kept comparing the discomfort I had to you know, what these kids have to go through every day. So we actually ended up raising three times our cash goal and blew past our running goal. It was incredible. Awesome. Given that the money raised went to a local charity, it, it I believe based on the postal codes, uh, it actually went to sick kids, which was, uh, which was quite nice. So this fundraiser, I realized how much of an impact that we can make when you bring like-minded people together and tying this back with that conversation I had with my friend, it really put that notion into perspective. And I, I really think, that when when you bring like-minded people together amazing things can happen yeah i agree with you 100 percent. you know you and i have had a lot of conversations about you know some of the workings that we are doing and things that we have going on in the community i think you're right you know community is grassroots community is where you will have your foundation and those individuals will support you, you know, through and through you and I've had multiple conversations about self-care you and what we're doing with level up leadership. And, and that's having conversations with the people in the community to support you. So uh, good on you. Obviously it's a, it was a great, uh, and you know, I saw you a couple of times get on your Instagram talking about running in, in this dinosaur suit and things of that nature. Well, listen, man, it seems like you have a pretty amazing brand, a pretty amazing idea and concept to help support our community, which we love. You know, it's always about positive reinforcement and making sure that you're helping people. And it's pretty safe to say that uh, that's your end goal is to make sure that people that were in the position that you are, are, are at least getting the resources to get out of that, eh? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It, the, the whole goal is to work with someone 
achieve their goal and then stop work, working with them. I, I never want to work with someone forever. If I am, then I, I'm not doing my job. So yeah, it's to make people happy. Right. Well, Chris, you, we always ask this question and I'm wondering if you were to have a conversation with 15 year old Chris, uh, what advice would you provide him? Ooh, good thought. I would tell 15 year old Chris to, I would tell 15 year old Chris just to go, just to go with it. I, if I were to sum up my life, my 29 years of life, right now it's to not have expected where uh, I have ended up and to just keep chipping away at the things that are important to you. Yeah. That's some pretty great advice. That's how we operate. You know, it's not about anyone else's goal. It's about your own goal. Right. Right. And we always talk about, you know, a setback always sets you up for a comeback. And if you continuously have that mindset and it's not a negative one, like, Oh man, I'm really in a hole here kind of situation. Um, and just go with it and make sure that you're, you're making the best decisions. Then uh, obviously you can't have any regrets in the end. Chris, it sounds like you got some pretty awesome information uh, for people to get in touch with and, and obviously hear what you have to offer. If that's the world, how can people get in touch with you? What's the best way? Sure. Uh, my Instagram is at CTCNP and my website is Chris Tredgeball CNP.com. Those are yeah, those are my two most active places. Okay. We'll make sure that everybody gets that information. Okay, Chris, uh, we got your info. We got how people can get in touch with you. We've had the backstory of what you're trying to do in the community. What does the future hold for you? Personally, the future is very family focused. So we are a family that needs very little to be happy, and we are working to build a true work life balance. Professionally, the future is, like I mentioned earlier, chipping away at new ideas and and trying new avenues. My aim right now is to put more time into education. So workshops, presentations, online material that is accessible and straightforward enough for everyone to use. I'm also checking, constantly checking the literature for anything new that I can bring to my clients. So being on surfing the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition, MDPI Nutrients, et cetera. On a larger scale, I see a role for CNPs in the patient or client care system. So in a lot of studies that employ lifestyle changes, so where they're looking at taking a population and changing their diet and adding exercise to lose weight, for example, they often have these weekly or biweekly check-ins to improve the adherence rates between follow-ups. So helping people stay on the horse, stay on the wagon. So in a study, there is a meta-analysis, which is where they just take a bunch of studies and get the picture results. They found that when they looked at weight loss trials, supervised attendance programs had higher adherence rates than those with no supervision. So the gist of it is that people who had these bi-weekly or weekly check-ins had better weight loss rates or better study rates. And this is where I think CNPs could really shine. So say if somebody visits a naturopath, the naturopath provides the patient with some supplements, the B12 shot and the new dietary approach for the next four weeks. The CNP could very well facilitate these weekly or bi-weekly phone calls. Now, this is a very far goal and involves lots of moving parts, but I, I just really wanted to 
bring that to light, the potential of CNPs in the client care system? Yeah, it sounds like it's needed. Uh, clearly, you know, some of the information that you just gave us shows that there's a little bit of a hole where, um, you know, efficiency could be had if, you know, CNPs were able to step in and, and be a part of the the over process, the big picture, I guess, if you will. Um, listen, I appreciate you being on, on, on the show, Chris. To all the listeners, I'm, I'm not kidding. Like, Chris is legit. Uh, I've been friends with him for some time now. You can hear and the way that he's talking, he's continuously educating himself. You know, he has uh, life experience. He's here to help people. He's raising money for our community. This is the right guy. If you're trying to get into this information, you need somebody to help you along. Coach Chris, that's what you should call yourself, man. You should call yourself Coach Chris, Coach the Chris. CMP here. And I promise you, it's the right decision that you have. Chris, I appreciate you being on the show. Thank you very much, man. Well, thank you, Scott, for having me and, and going back to our grassroots approach for bettering our community. You are, you're doing just that with Self Care You, the podcast and your involvement with young adults, sports teams and leadership. So thank you. I appreciate it, man. Be well. A big shout out goes out to Chris for jumping onto the podcast and having a conversation about nutrition and how you can better your health. Thank you for that. I wanted to take this opportunity to talk about our Level Up Living program and our Level Up Leadership programs. They're starting to get big. We're starting to have conversations in our communities and speaking engagements. And if that's something that you think might work into your group, make sure you reach out to us. You can get us at Self Care You Podcast. That's Self Care You Podcast at gmail.com. You can get us on Instagram at Self Care You underscore Level Up. Or you can shoot over to Self Care You.net and get all our information there. This is Self-Care You, and we definitely leveled up today with certified nutritional practitioner, Chris Trable. Mm-hmm.